Okay, so I'm pleased now to be joined on the line by Gary Lindsay Moore to talk about a really interesting uh, new exhibition that's happening in Birmingham. And last time I met Gary, it was in person, and I was saying to Gary uh, that I think he was, the until June of this year, the last physical person I uh, interviewed. So it's great to have Gary back on the show. Gary, welcome. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. And uh, we're talking yet again about something fascinating that you're involved in and let's give folks um a snapshot if you'll pardon that um use of that yeah. word a snapshot of um the exhibition that you have plotted because it's it's really interesting about a person but about a scene as well so uh, yes help yes. us with that quite a big backstory to it i have a friend that owns some original garments from a, a shop in her street back in the uh, late 70s early 80s and that shop was called Carn and bell now, on the alternative scene, Carn and Bell in Birmingham, they were pretty much the only place that you could get punk gear, uh, uh, very, very individually crafted items. So um, I had the opportunity to loan these garments from uh, a very, very close friend of mine called Karen Jeb. Uh, and uh, I decided, I, when I knew that she got these garments, I just thought, well, we can't just not do anything with them. They need to be either exhibited or re recorded or something like that. So uh, I made a decision that I was going to uh, photograph the, the garments on individual looking people that would be probably fitting very, very well into the scene in the late 70s, early 80s, the punk and the new romantic scene. So uh, yes, managed to find some suitable models, and then at the end of when I'd finished it, I thought, well, what can I do with these pictures rather than just have them as a, a, a document that they existed is that I would like to uh, sort of gift the product to one of my very, very good friends, who is Patty Bell, who was one half of Khan and Bell alongside with uh, Jane Khan. So uh, that's what I've done. And uh, I, I created a, uh, a book. I've consequently decided that I think the public ought to see my interpretation of that scene in a, not necessarily a modern setting, but uh, 45 years and on. Yes. Let's explore that shop a little bit. That boutique, I think, is yes. probably the, the better description. So uh, as you said, it's in Hurst Street or was in Hurst Street. Um, in Birmingham, in what I think at the time, into the late seventies, was becoming the gay quarter. You know, it was kind of uh, it was developing as a as a centre for gay community. Is that is that fair? I, I I think so. I wouldn't know absolutely hundred percent accurate accurately, but it was um, certainly not um, on the beaten track by any stretch of the imagination. When when I first visited her street. It, it was for me pretty much going into very, very unknown territory because as a, a teenager in the 70s, uh, I wasn't really allowed that much to roam too far away from the centre, if at all. Uh, a conversation with my cousin piqued my interest. I, I made a journey, a solo journey into Birmingham to find out what this shop was all about. And uh, yeah, um, so I know it, it sounds like a huge drama, a drama of an adventure. It wasn't. I got off the bus at the old bus station 
had a walk around and actually you, you're pretty much on top of her street but it seriously was like going into a another territory it certainly wasn't anything remotely like the her street that we all know and that we all love uh in this day and age it was uh was it i don't know how to put it yeah it was a little bit uh, kind of run down a little bit up and uh, coming i think they call it don't they uh, yeah yeah bijou <laughs> <laughs> What, what um, let's talk a bit about the kind of designs because um, the, the things that were available um, in that boutique, in that shop, have become quite iconic. And you mentioned that there are clear links, obviously, to sort of punk and the new romantic scene. Yes. So how, how important were those designs at the time? And, and, and how important have they been since? One of the, the, the huge things that Carnival were known for was the, the original look for Duran Duran. This beautiful, romantically styled, piratey, edgy look that these guys had, which have kind of set, you, set them apart. And, uh, and look, where, look where Duran Duran are now. But yeah, Carnival were... Well, it was it was stuff that you could not easily get. Like like now, if I decided tomorrow I wanted to be a goth, um, you could just hop online, and you can find goth gear, left, right, and centre. It's like kind of really, really easy. But back in those days, you kind of had to know where to look, and it was all kind of I I like my my cousin telling me about kind of about I heard about it by word of mouth it wasn't i had no access to information like we do now so that that's what was i, I think that was very very important about carnival that they actually they were a, like a calling card well it's for, for somebody like me that came from tamworth which was a little bit out of town it was like a bit of a gateway of knowing where to find other interesting stuff and knowing where to find other people that like music that I liked and like to kind of look a little bit different that way. That's, it was, that, that was, was, it was extremely important about a place like <clears throat> the shop Carn and Bell, equally so with Westwood, with the, at the time, the, the shop Sex. Um, it was part of that sort of finding out journey because you, you, you the, what you wore was your look, look, really really identifiable with punks is that what you wore was your sort of kind of Facebook at the time? Do you not think? I guess there's something to that. In my mind, I've got this picture of kind of Mr. Ben's shop. You know, in this sense that uh, you can go in and find the things that you kind of might want to be, and then and have an adventure. My 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 first experience of going and I and I. I I didn't buy anything the first time I went, and it was just it, it was it was just this sort of kind of huge curiosity. I'd, I'd heard about people walking around Birmingham with safety pins and bin liners and pegs in their hair and green coloured hair and blue coloured hair, and it was sort of um, I just needed to know more about that. And yeah, you went. I, I went into the shop, and, and there were well, it just seems that there was just loads and loads of really really different things that i would never have sort of kind of dreamt of there was like a vintage area at the back so it was this uh, sort of kind of combined experience you sort of see these things that have been custom made and they were highly individual along with things like you know vintage uh, dresses jackets and coats and all that kind of business uh, yeah uh, a mr ben shop would, wouldn't be too far away from the yeah the truth really maybe who knows <laughs> Well, let's extend that analogy slightly and let's talk about the shopkeeper, or at least one of them. Let's talk about Patty Bell. And what, what kind of a character 
is she in this? I have never, ever met Jane Khan. I just know of her from the name Khan and Bell because I, I, from conversations I've had with people recently that she did do a lot of work in London. So, uh, but it, at all the times that I went uh, to Khan and Bell, it was only, I only ever saw Patty there. When I was walking, when I'd walked from the bus station down to her, uh, her street and I saw the shop and it was, I was walking up and down thinking, the old adage, when your parents used to say, if there's no prices on the shop window, you, you just can't afford to go in. Well, I was even worse than that. I had no money to start off with. So um, I went I went here. I was walking up and down. I thought, I've got a brave walking through these doors. Um, I walked through the doors. And my vision, the vision that I saw was how I describe it now, a seven-foot Amazon with massive blonde spiky hair, heels, major major stiletto heels and chains and leather and you know just looking incredibly glamorous but also this the, the punk vibe to her she looked like an amazon but what what yeah, sweet welcoming lady she was and i remember showing me rounds while i was looking at things because i was the only one in the shop at the time i think it probably went really really early in the day um and subsequently yeah, as as the 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 operator of the shop, uh, I'm, I'm going to give her a, a real, real serious grade A for customer service. She's uh, this. It's just the person she always is with everybody. This sweet-natured, welcoming lady, but also looked extremely edgy and really piqued my interest. Okay, so let's uh, move from talking about the character to the exhibition, which is on at Birmingham Rag Market from the 27th to the 31st of July. So let's start by talking about, I guess, the setting, but also how that came about. I love the rag market. I think it's ace. Um, I've been shopping at the rag market myself for 40 odd years. I've come away with some amazing things. But one of the things is Patty has for a long, 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 long time has had quite a close connection with the rag market, having at one time having a pitch there. She is very, very well known amongst some of the traders that have been there a long time. The reason why I chose it is I, I, I like it. I like going to the rag market. There's some great traders. I, I've had some just amazing, amazing gear from various people. Also, all the other things. You, now you can get so much there. If you, if you if you need that sort of kind of general item, the rag market is excellent for it. But it's like the close connection that Patty's had with the rag market, with the clothing and, and people. She is very, very well remembered, very fondly remembered by a lot of people. So I just thought it was quite appropriate. And also it's uh, quite near to a good cafe where you can get a really, really good, good cup of tea for £1.20. And that's always good. So the exhibition itself, there are, I think, 12 pieces of uh, clothing that you have photographed that are, right. are are pieces in themselves is that right yes uh, there's there's about a dozen items that i've got that i photographed i am only going to be showing images of of the um the garments that i photographed the these items are a personal collection they're not for sale so i don't want people coming along thinking i might just nab something really really cool um no i'm there I'm there to show these pictures, you know, meet some interesting people, want to know a little bit more, more about the, the fashion history of Birmingham. And presumably this uh, collection, uh, these pieces, are they, are they going to be available after the exhibition? Are they going to be in a book or are they going to be online right. somewhere? Or I, I have produced a book 
but I do like to keep things very, very niche and very, very limited. And I'm actually, I only made uh, 12 copies of which uh, 11 of the copies are going to people that have helped me bring this project to what it is now. Uh, they've the the the, pe the models that I've used and the people that have uh, helped me along the way. They've they've all been really really generous with their time and their energy, and I felt it was a good way to to reward them for helping me realise a vision. Just absolutely fantastic people to have the Birmingham Twiggy who. <laughs> I think a couple of people from an, an interview uh, before have thought I, I, I've actually photographed the, the 1960s model Twiggy. No, I haven't. I've photographed the Birmingham legend Twiggy, uh, who has very, very close connections to Carn and Bell. He's uh, modelled for me, and I think that was produced one of the one of my best ever images and it uh, I, we were talking a little bit earlier about having things working on uh multi-levels if somebody if you want to come and ask me about that picture which is a picture of twiggy in the street with a uh, like a businessman giving a second look i'll tell you the story about it because it's really really important in my life so there there is 12 books in existence there is one left over. I'm not selling it. I'm, I'm going. I'm debating whether I'm going to give it away to uh, to be auctioned for uh, some charity or something like that. There's, it's not. It's this version of the photographs in the collection in a book is is not available to the public uh, to buy because I wanted to keep it. But I will have a copy for people to have a look at. There will be some prints available to buy but to buy after the show after after the 31st i i like to do things very very limited it's not like you're ever going to find my photography as a print in 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 huge quantities you wouldn't be going into ikea and you say oh there's you know there's a print i can bang on the wall and it's you know one of about a million I only ever do like ones, twos and threes. I like to keep it really, 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 really niche. So there will be some uh, prints available to buy uh, and it will be afterwards. Do it through getting in contact with me online. But they, rest assured, they're very, very limited. So, Gary, just to finish, let's just remind folks that the exhibition It's Not Unusual um, is on at Birmingham Rag Market from the 27th to the 31st of July. And you can go to your website, which I think I've got in front of me here, which is garylindsaymorephotography.co.uk. I think that's the right uh, right link. Uh, yes. But also, before I let you go, um, I should ask you about the title itself. We didn't talk about where yes. the title It's Not Unusual comes from. And there's a bit of a story in that, I think. Yes, yes. I do like I do like a fun title. I do like a title for things that make people think. Uh, I've known Patty quite well for the easily the last decade. She has some great stories. She's hung out with some amazing people. Uh, she also dated somebody extremely famous, albeit very very briefly, and that was Tom Jones. So I thought it was like a cheeky reference to. Patty dating um, Tom Jones, but it was also that sort of kind of twist on the word unusual. It's like back in the day, there'd be a lot of people thinking, oh, Khan and Bell, they're really strange. They look like weirdos. But people to people like me, they were not unusual. Gary, it's a great exhibition, and I'm hoping that people can get out and see that collection of photography. It's been great to catch up again, and uh, awesome. great to talk to you again. 
Yeah, nice to speak to you again. Lovely.